I'm Rachel Clabmiller. And I'm Allison Andrews, and this is Content Hacks. Yes, today we are talking about overlooked sources of content, places where you can find content ideas in the thick of your day-to-day. Allison, you are a genius when it comes to this, <laughs> so I want to know where you find your content. Well, my short answer is everywhere, although maybe not the most helpful answer, but even this morning I had a 10-second conversation with a cashier at a drive through that is going to eventually turn into a blog. So literally, you can find it everywhere. But let me um, give you a few specifics that might make it more helpful. Um, the first place I look is really within the people I run into every day. So your customers, their complaints and how you handle it, potential sources of content. Um, the flip side also true, a praise, something that they... Um, um, some way that you made their life easier, also great sources of content. Outside of that, look at your employees, your colleagues. Um, What are they excited about within what's happening in your company? What are they frustrated about? What are they talking about in the break rooms? Um, Literally all of those conversations um, can give you ideas for different types of content. Yeah, we all have our own perspective. And I think I get a lot of content ideas from my fellow colleagues. For example, I was just at a sales kickoff meeting. uh, And as many of you know who have sat through a sales kickoff meeting, it's like days of content, tons of content. And then you you sit there and you're so bored. A lot of times you're like, how am I ever, this is not useful to me. Uh, Most of the people were sitting there listening about how they were going to execute it, uh, execute sales based on the topics. But I was sitting there writing notes for blogs. Like somebody would say something, I'd write that and I would say, oh, that's a good one. I'm going to write something on that. (laughs) So really thinking about when you're sitting in those meetings or conference calls, obviously you want to pay attention to the task at hand, but also be thinking about how you can repurpose some of that great content for your own purposes, for marketing purposes, blogging, internal communication content. They can be great sources. Because if it's important enough for your company to have a meeting about it, if it's important enough for your colleagues to be talking about it or your customers to be talking about it, then that means on some level that is relatable to the audience that you're trying to reach. And so that's why that listening element is important. And to that end, what are people talking about? The news is another great resource for finding content content. If you can insert yourself into what other people are already talking about, it's kind of built in. Um, The news is a great place to find statistics or surveys or trends that might support what you're doing. Yeah. And we're not just talking about the cable news networks or what's on nightly. Right. We're talking about industry publications. What's hot in your field? And what are they talking about in your field? What are the changes going on in the industry that you're in? And how can you tap your own point of view or your organization's point of view into that into that topic? I, I love to use the news and build on it with their own point of view. I'm forever pulling research studies, Harvard Business Review articles, any of that, because it gives credibility to the message that, that I'm writing. Mm-hmm. And I also think, I know we talked about uh, talking to your colleagues, but getting scheduling some time with those people in your organization that are customer facing can give you some great ideas. I approach the sales team I work with a lot and I ask them, you know, what is the number one question you get from customers? Oftentimes it it might be different. It might be the same, but that gives me a ton of ideas that I can position content around that's going to be valuable for our audience at my company, but also is valuable for my sales team because they would love to have something that answers that question that they could follow up the conversation with. And 
And really all of these, all of these overlooked places are about being able to put your finger on the pulse of the people that you're trying to reach within, you know, your community. Um, so if you don't have time like you do to talk to them on a regular basis, email is another way um, or LinkedIn posts that you can share information and then kind of pull out of those conversations. Um, there have been a lot of times I almost use some of those groups almost as crowdsourcing when I'm writing a story. Uh-huh. Um, and you can do it within your own I tend to do it if I'm writing like a, 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 a an article or something, right? But if you're writing a press release, you can still almost crowdsource within your own space and community and get um, perspectives that will resonate with people that can be used in the content. Right. What part of that content is really going to resonate the, resonate the most? I have started a LinkedIn discussion before and said... Um, I've done it on the best sales advice you've ever received and got a ton of responses. Or what is the hardest point part of negotiation? I'll go to a sales group or something. And just to get some answers, I may not necessarily use all of the answers, but it sparks ideas for me because I'm tapping into the pulse of what people who care about sales, for example, of what they're talking about. Right. I had to give a presentation once um, to a co-working space community and and that's kind of what I did. I kind of started this discussion among my peers saying, you know, if you were going to do this, what's the most important thing to you? What have you learned about networking? It was, a t- it was kind of centered around the topic of networking. And it also allows you to see what are the ideas that rise to the top in terms of majority, right? So if you're looking to write content that's going to reach the most people and you kind of crowdsource it and you say, in some form or another... of the people I asked, their responses were around this one particular topic, maybe all said different, but still meaning the same thing, then you know that's a good element to include. Right, because people are are talking about Mm -hmm. it. And I think digitally, you know, if you manage a blog, for example, you're going to look at what topics are getting the most clicks or what's being shared socially the most. And that gives you insight. But I don't think you can underestimate the value of actually sitting there and talking to people. And whether it be your own colleagues or your buyers, your customers, schedule 30 minutes and just let them vent a little bit about what's going on and what's top of mind as it relates to um, the industry or the, the business that you're in. And let me tell you, people love the opportunity to vent. They do. <laughs> right? So you'll get an earful whether you like it or not. And whether you can use it all or not is, you know, an, another thing. But you will get something out of it for sure. That could be, that's probably a good bottom line here is that when you're looking for pieces of content, don't forget to let people vet. That's right. That's right. Well, and here's the other thing too. So as you are listening to the cashier in the drive-thru, as you are talking to your employees and you say, hey, let's save this complaint and we're going to turn this into a blog and, and let's use this nice email we got as a testimonial and let's, you know, and, and you're doing that. There will be some weeks when it rains, it pours, right? So there will be some weeks that you are like, I have more than I need right now. Don't let them get lost. Put them away because there will be other weeks where you feel like there's nothing. Nobody's saying anything. Nobody has time to talk to you. So what you want to do is make sure that this listening that you've been doing gets put somewhere that you can keep it so it doesn't fall through the cracks. Your list of ideas, your content calendar, whatever that is that works for you, um, because you don't always have to use it right away. Great, great tip. Keep it for later. 
so it's not overlooked for later. Right, right. 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 Thank you so much for joining us for Content Hacks. We'll talk to you next time.